Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Song Facts Podcast. I am your host, Corey O'Flanagan, and as always, this podcast is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Please go and check it out for all your musical podcast needs. I am very excited for you all to listen to today's show, as we have Isla Schaefer. Isla is an English singer and songwriter who has one of the most unique journeys that we have had the pleasure to have on the show to date. This episode goes in-depth about how music can affect us as people. As I record this intro, I am camping in the Wyoming Highlands and have had a few days to reset slow down, and clear my head of all the noise that life brings from time to time. I find Isla's music and story run parallel to this kind of slowed down mentality. Her beautiful melodies, soft vocal touches, and spiritual lyrics remind us that we are all connected to one another and the natural world. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with the lovely Isla Schaefer. share a passion for travel I think and travel has had such a massive impact on my life and so I it sounds to me as I'm reading and learning about you that um, a trip that you took to South America years back kind of reshaped your personal and musical journey and I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that trip and what sorts of things you changed Okay, so are we starting now? We're in. Let's get after it. We're in. Okay. <laughs> so that journey, that journey to South America um, was kind of initiated in my being from from a time of quite, of quite intense crisis, really, as, as mm-hmm. often these times of, you know, like these bold decisions that sometimes come from having quite a lot of kind of internal or or like external pressure that makes yeah. something just go like ah like either i break or like something has to change yep so it was a, many many things like it's it's i still don't fully understand and it would be a lot to talk about but in that time i actually had kind of given up music you know i was just like i'm not doing this i was 21 years old and and was still kind of really figuring out my way my life who i am all of that and it's quite a it is quite a, um, it takes quite a lot of courage and like self-assurance to go, I'm going to make my life about music. You know, school doesn't really, it doesn't really educate us to believe in ourselves in that way. I don't feel That's true. it's like, yeah, you can kind of do that as a hobby. Like for years, I would say to people, they say, what do you do? I'm a musician. They go, oh, you mean you're unemployed? And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is it. And the society's, assumptions but anyway I 
I'd been playing music in in you know bars and like these kind of venues where more amateur musicians can actually share their music. And that was the only place I knew how to do it. And it just was heartbreaking. It just was not the space that was appropriate for me to bear my heart and soul in the way that I do with my music. Yeah, that's true. Just something in me just went like, I'm not here for this. But I didn't know what else. I didn't know there was anything more really than the the more kind of conventional arena of music, I guess, which is like people drinking and half listening to music and or maybe yeah. not maybe not entirely conventional but at that level that I was that was all I could kind of that was what was possible for me so I I knew I had to give that up and I didn't know what else what I was making space for and I, I just knew I have to do something really radical and I heard about a group <laughs> I heard about a group of people traveling on horseback across Mexico, like a like a kind of like a traveling circus, and they they traveled on horses and they lived with their horses, and it was like the most wildest thing I could have possibly done. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that I'm doing that. You know, this kind of like run away with the, you know, like I'm running away with the gypsies. These kind of the stories. Of, uh, so yeah, I I did. I ran away with the gypsies in some ways. I just went packed my suitcase said to my mum I'll be back in six months don't worry and I ended up being away for two years and had this amazing time traveling with the horses which was really something just phenomenal was it was like discovering my I felt like I became like a wild animal or something you know this real wild primal we lived we slept on the on the ground in tents with the horses and we cooked on the fires and we washed in the rivers and we and then we rode in the daytime and it was so 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 beautiful. These the horse these beings, horses are amazing, amazing beings. Do you think that that group is still out there doing this? Yeah, they are. The people change. The horses sometimes yeah. change. They've been going for like eighteen years from the, up south South America up to Mexico. So I travelled in Mexico. Now they're travelling south again. So I was with them for like maybe 10 months or something altogether, spread over wow. a year and a half. But traveling through Mexico, you know, in the, up in the mountains, through the villages in places where they've never seen like white people like us. They don't, they don't yeah. speak Spanish up there. You know, it's like people are living so, so simple, just going along the donkey trails. And But during that time in Mexico, then the journey really expanded. I, I then was meeting the traditions there, the native traditions of Mexico and also a lot of the, traditions that are coming down from North America, the Native Americans, the rituals, the ceremonies. I discovered yoga. I started meditating. It was just like expansion upon expansion upon expansion. Then I went to Peru and worked with the plant medicines. And it was a very, very, just rocked my world, changed everything, really everything changed. And on a musical level, um, even though it wasn't my intention consciously, to kind of transform my relationship with music, of course, it, it's my path. It's like the language that I speak. It's the way that I work somehow is in, is in music. So it naturally happened that I was, that that became a big part of the journey, being in these, part of these ceremonies where songs were just a central part of the way people were gathering, but different, a different way of music than I'd ever experienced. You know, very, just very honest, very naked, singing songs. Stay tuned for more Song Facts Podcast right after this. Song Facts Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, you're hearing me talk about it on every episode now, but I continue to let you know that therapy is something to not be ashamed of and to definitely pursue. If you're sick physically or have some sort of injury, you're going to go see a doctor and the mind is no different. So you should definitely look into therapy because without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. And the good news is that therapy works. But what is therapy? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated, you'd like some tools to help, or maybe you're in an insecure relationship or having trouble at work. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of these normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. 
BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist very quickly, most times in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And now, a special offer to SongFacts podcast listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash songfacts. That's betterhelp.com slash songfacts. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this show. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're like playing to bars and things like that, and that's your audience, you get into a, like what you were saying, they're kind of passive listening, they're not really immersing. And it sounds to me like what you found there was this, and I think we're going to, I've got a couple of questions about this kind of down the path a little bit, but it's more like an immersive type feeling of like, we're in this together, we're all experiencing this eight minutes or whatever it is together. And that's a very, for whatever it was that you must have been searching for. I mean, just the idea of taking off and seeing, reading something about this group of people that are traveling around on horses playing music is just insane Mm. to me. So I, 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 I consider myself pretty adventurous, but like, I think we all, when we start traveling, fall into these ruts that might be out there that make travel seem a little bit easier because Mm, it's a mm -hmm. little bit more like home and you just went so Mm. far in the other direction and I (laughs) think that that's just incredible and I think that that like opened you up to like the path that you've been on since which is really kind of diving into the spiritual side of music and I'm wondering if that's something that you were looking for or that you just kind of discovered by chance both definitely both I didn't know I didn't know I was looking for that. Absolutely not. Because, I, I, you know, it's this funny thing of, like, I didn't know what existed. I didn't know that it, you know, whatever it exactly is, existed. So I just knew that I needed to leave behind everything that I knew. I, I needed to enter, really, into the unknowing. And it was really this time, I didn't know. I remember people saying, like, what do you want to eat? And I'd be like, I don't know, like, it was I just kind of undid everything was like undoing my being all these things of learning all these boxes all this and also on a musical level I was doing that even though I had no idea I was doing that so I make this like I said expanding just making making space and of course now in looking back in the perspective of course I was seeking that that pain that I felt when I would sing in a bar to people not listening to me that pain was actually something guiding yeah. me saying like, no, keep, keep searching. There's something more I love. There's something deeper. There's something wider than this. And I, and I guess I've always, and still am, I'm a Sagittarius. It's like the classic, you know, the like horse firing the arrows to the sky, like seeking something and, and won't stop and won't rest. And we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Yeah. I'm very much so it's really interesting to me these these um these zodiac signs there's something to them I'm not 100% sold on it but I definitely pay attention to a certain extent and as a libra my whole world is just balance and people either think I'm a lawyer or <laughs> a, a lawyer libra. or a libra <laughs> but I'm very much yeah <laughs> like are those the scales of justice and I'm like no 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 but everything that I do in my life leads back mm. to balance almost all the time, which is like one of the core principles mm. of Libra. And I find that to be really interesting if you can, maybe it's manifested just because I think about it all the time. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but there's something there that is beyond whatever it is in our natural world, because I, I can't help it. And it's something that Honestly, on a daily basis, I'm talking to someone about like, careful with that. That's going to balance out. <laughs> sure. And it's whether we believe these things or not. It, it sometimes doesn't matter. But it's like, does it, is it helpful for us? Does it help us to understand ourselves and help us to navigate? Does it feel kind of supportive to believe that somehow for me with the Sagittarius, I go, 
Exactly. I like believing it also. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of the things that I was curious about initially when I started really listening to a bunch of your music is the, um, what's the right way to phrase this? Like the, the bilingual aspects of it. And there might be more than just you singing in Spanish and English. Um, but does, when you went on this journey, did you learn Spanish while you were there or did you know going in? No, I didn't know before I learned okay. there. Yeah. Pretty incredible. So you were fully immersed and then just really buckled down and were like forced to learn it in that kind of situation. Do you know, actually, no, not so much. I, I was spent probably the majority of the time I was with, um, like in multinational groups of people, like with the horse, the horse caravan that was people from all around the world. And many of the places it was speaking English. And I was like, I'm never going to learn Spanish unless I try. Yeah. So I, I would learn with the children and the, the mamitas in the markets. And I want, I, I was drawn to the language. I like its rhythm, its energy, its, you can say things in Spanish that they would sound, they wouldn't sound, they just wouldn't sound right in English. Like if I translate some of my songs from Spanish into English, they're like, oh my God, like I couldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sing it. They have a, they have something, they have a feeling. Each language has its own feeling. Yeah. That's what I was drawn to. Yeah, I think that that's true. And I mean, there's a, there's the song that I think is by far the most played song. I think it's got almost 10 million streams on Spotify, Vuela con el viento, or, as we'd like to translate to English, Fly with the Wind. And I'm just wondering, this song is so, I, I don't know, it's such a unique song for someone that I would think of putting out from, that's, that's English. And I'm mm. just wondering what the story behind this one is. And if you can maybe talk about what you think has resonated with it to really give it this much of reach that you've been able to have with it. So the story of the song, <clears throat> the actual moment of writing it is is nothing particularly interesting. People often ask me this and I'm like, sorry, I, I wasn't like on a mountain top with the wind blowing in my hair or something. No, it's just sitting on my bed about to go to sleep. <clears throat> and it, um, it really came. And I'm, I'm not actually one of these people that I kind of use that way of referring to my songwriting like, you know, like it came from somewhere or I channeled it. I'm, I'm like, no, I write these songs. Like I, yeah, yeah. I claim that. I feel good about that. Like they came from my spirit. <laughs> I write them. I sit down and I write them. But this one, it was really... You're not just a vessel. You're not just a vessel for this thing that's coming. No, not... I mean, maybe in some ways I am, but I, I like the human part. For me, my music is very connected to my human. You know, it's, it's me. It's my spirit speaking. But this song, <clears throat> yeah. it did just come in a very, it just came like so pure and so easily. I was so relaxed. I was in such a kind of empty, clear, soft, tender space about to go to sleep. And I just sometimes like, you know, it's a bit like playing myself a lullaby. And I started writing. I think I wrote about half of it. And then I was like, oh, I'm tired now. Like, didn't think anything. I do remember I lay back down and then it was like really like you know like no like turn the light back on it was like then the rest of the song came but the the build up to the song because of course for me a song is that there's a whole process in what what I'm learning what I'm healing my thoughts what's what's moving in me what I'm understanding what I'm letting go of like my my being what's moving in my being and there can be processes that happen for weeks until something kind of crystallizes or, or like it's a bit like a flower, like preparing to bloom. You know, there's a whole process before it actually, how much growing has to happen before, it, before it's ready. Yeah. So that song, it was really just a very deep time for me with, my, with myself and deep prayers of letting go of that which is not serving me and 
just yeah coming deeper into myself but really um acknowledging my vulnerability and my softness and at the same time acknowledging myself as part of something bigger which is why there's this line in the Pachamama yo te amo which in English doesn't sound as good but it's like mother earth I love giving thanks for my life mother earth I love you and just this very simple from the pain from the yeah. learning from the growing from the shedding this essence that we can come to of just like I'm just here on this earth and I'm grateful and so it's very pure. The song is very pure. And I, I can't honestly say how or why it has flown around the world like it has. Sometimes I go, do you know what? The secret is just name a song, fly with the wind, you know? <laughs> it's like, then it flies with the wind, like some magical kind of... <laughs> but no, there's, there is the... I think this song, more than any of my songs, I, I feel like it's its own... It's his own force somehow. Like music has, music has a power, has a has a force. Uh, like some of my teachers, they they refer to music or to sound like it's a spiritual force in itself. And this song kind of teaches me that because I go like, wow, this it's this song doing it. It's not me spreading this song. This song is flying and touching people, moving people very very deeply. And I guess it's that sim the simple. It's very simple. It's a very simple, pure, deep space from where it came from. And my sense is it touches people in that in that place. And we, as a as a kind of global society, I, I think we all see there's more and more of a hunger for, for that feeling, for something that feels like it means something, you know, to yeah. be touched. More and more people listening, wanting to listen to music that's actually really means something and really listen and to really be moved and receive this spiritual force, this, this gift that music is. It's amazing medicine that music is, can be. Stay tuned for more Song Facts podcast right after this. Oh, I 100% agree with that. And it, you've spent a lot of time studying some of these more indigenous people on your travels and things like that, which I find really fascinating and something that I love that you've been seeking to immerse yourselves in this and learning about these different ways that voice and music, that they can be used for something like healing. And for someone that may not be aware of how these things work, like on a deeper level, I'm just wondering if you could enlighten us on some of your findings. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this this is a big rabbit yeah. hole. This, you could go, um, you know, it's such a rich, vast um, world. There's also each tradition, each nation has its has its different ways. Um, but the the traditions I've spent the most time or the, or feel the most connected to. Maybe I say it more like that. That feels feels better actually. I, the most inspired by. Just personally in my life is um is yeah the cultures of, of North America so the different Native American nations and um and then the tribes from the Brazilian Amazon a few of the different tribes there and, um they're obviously totally extremely different from one another and their how music is part of their culture is um also I mean, has its similarities. I think in all nature traditions, we can find these kind of, it's almost like these threads that they're all woven together in, in like an essence. There's an essence to them where they're connected. And with music, with, with song, sound, rhythm, I, I so far have not come across a native culture that doesn't have sound in some form at the center of its yeah. culture and at the center of its traditions and its rituals. And if you look, it's just, I'm, I'm so in love with native cultures and how wildly different they can be. You know, how one tradition can, I don't know, just right now thinking of them, like the Mongolian shamans who they, they, they play this drum and they like cover their face and they just spin and they spin and they drum, 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 drum. And like, that's one of their kind of main, main tools of entering an, another state of consciousness. And from there, they work with the spiritual realm. 
And then you have like the Yawanawa who a big part of their traditions. They, for them, actually they're one of the people who speak about music as a spiritual force. So for them in their rituals, their ceremonies, they often, um, they will sing like everyone together and like really loud. Like you can't believe it. You're like, <laughs> at the beginning I was like, ow, it's kind of hurting my ears because I just was so not used to it. But it's like, then I began to realize, wow, the sound of of a nation is also like, it's like the landscape from where they come. You begin to see the similarities between the sounds and the nature. So, so yeah, now they live in the Amazon jungle, which is super yeah. loud. You know, everything is like loud and kind of big and dangerous. And it's this amazing energy. But they also work, for, they're kind of a good example of like the different ways of working with music. So in their healing, they have like ceremonies that are more focused on a, on a specific healing for a person. And in those ceremonies, nobody else can sing other than the page who is like what you know what you could call the the shaman but they don't use that word like the page is the one who is holding the the okay. spiritual work and he will sing and the sound is so 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 different and my experience of being there is like to listen to that as a spiritual force and what it's doing you literally can feel it's moving it's like it's working it it's there's a whole i mean there's a whole science to it there's it's vibration it literally yeah. moves the cells vibrates the cells and then there's how they work with the spirits how that what they are invoking what the, what words they're calling and often it's beyond the words so it's a it's a language of the spirit that they, they bring they bring forces with the voice and for me this is so fascinating like why do we sing as human beings why aren't we just all talking? We're so, like, talking is just, you know, we can do yeah. loads of talking. So why are these cultures, actually, their, their most profound works, they don't, it's not so much talking. Sometimes it's part of it, sure, but there's, there's something else that happens when we use the voice in that particular way of kind of singing or chanting, chanting or, you know, it's a different voice and it, it works differently. And there's... There's many cultures, like the Shipiba cultures from the Amazon, they're amazing of how they, they talk about that. Um, the whole of existence is sound, basically. So when we use sound, we are entering a conversation. We're working with that which the universe is made of. And that's why it can be so powerful for healing, for moving things in the body, for, for praying. It's a tool. It's a spiritual tool. The, the traditions of North America, also, you see this, it's like, they sing. Uh, they sing to, to. As a tool, they sing. To invoke, to communicate, to pray, to let go, and it's very, very specific. And the songs are ancient. You know, they have a resonance. They are passed down, passed down, passed down. These old, old songs, and they're used very carefully. It's something that's taken very, very seriously, particularly in that tradition. I think in all traditions, it's not something to mess yeah. around with. It's not something to sing a song like. Oh yeah, I heard that song and I can just sing it. Like it's very, very serious because the way that they believe it is so powerful. It's so, so powerful that you it's not something to to use lightly. It's to, to deeply respect these sounds that we make, especially when we learn from a tradition, especially when we're when we're conscious, because it's a lot about the intention that is connected, the intention we make, the intention that's within us. And, and what comes out of us and the effect that that has. Yeah. And one of the things that I think about when I think about the situations that you've been in that probably the vast majority of us haven't been in is the, the original reason, the root of why we are coming together and making this sound. And a lot of music is commercial. It's like, let's put out a hit and make some money. A lot of music starts mm. as um, artistic expression. I'm creative and I have this idea. I have the ability to play some music and put words to it or sounds to it or whatever it is. And that's the reason. But there's beyond that, beyond like messaging and things like that, like, what is the core? Like, why did people start doing it? Mm. And it always took me back to one of my first guitar lessons where the guy was like, 
it doesn't matter if you can play the guitar or not. You're at, you're if you just by sitting there and having the guitar rest up against your chest and strumming mm. pointless nonsense, you're getting these good vibrations put through you, which mm. is going to make you a better version of yourself in the end. And I was just like like your body's just mm. going to resonate off of that and I that just always stuck with me. And so it's not something that I think about that often because I don't think about the absolute core of where music and sound comes from and why it is widespread. You have indigenous tribes in the Amazon. You have Native American people in North America. You have people in Africa and all over Asia and all these places. Music is always, almost always a part of their customs. Mm. And it's just like, why? And so it's, Mm. I don't know, I find it very fascinating of like, there's not any reason to put it out like they don't no one outside of their tribe is probably ever going to hear it but they still do it and there has to be something there which always leads me to like they must think it's something with the healing side of things i ask this same question a lot i follow this question and just just have to say that guitar teacher sounds amazing what a great teacher yeah what a great teacher and it, it makes me think um makes me think of this Uh, where were they from? I can't remember exactly where they're from. I went to this World Music Festival many, many years ago when I was maybe 19 or something. And um, there were this group of African drummers. I really don't remember where they were from. They were these, like, big, like, really big, beautiful, like, so, so dark, beautiful beings. And they, they had this... I just was, like, totally enchanted by them. And they would just be drumming and singing all the time. Like they had their moment on stage, but then basically like literally like nonstop dancing with their massive smile, drumming, singing. I was just like, you know, something in me kind of went like, I remember this or something, you know, like I was just profoundly touched and I spoke with them. And I think I asked them like, how is it for you when you come to a country like England and like, you know, our weird culture and the way that we are when none of us are singing and dancing and smiling. Like, yeah. you, like how, do, how do you feel? Because they were telling me about their village, how every single day in the evening, I think in the sunset, every single day they gather in the centre of their village and that's just what they do. They move their energy, they release. If they've been frustrated, if there's grief, if there's a celebration, if someone is born, if there's a marriage, every single day they sing and they dance and they, they just do what they do. And he said, he said something like, he said, we come to your country and we, we literally don't understand how you're still alive. Because for us, <laughs> this, this is like, he didn't mean it in an insulting way at all. He just was totally honest. He said, for us, this is the same like drinking water and eating food and breathing oxygen. It's no yeah. different. It's not like we do it because we like doing it or like we choose to do it. Like, for them, they literally... It's so central. It's such a part of life that it is the same as drinking water and breathing air. And for me, this I was like, whoa. And I guess yeah. it somehow answers, you know, in a, in a way that it is a mystery anyway, so we can never fully answer this question. It somehow answers, like, why is it always there? And back however far has it been there? as part of human beings being human beings. And this, it makes more sense than like, it's not, there's not a reason. It's not like, oh, we need to come up with something because we need to like find a way to heal ourselves or we need to find a way to celebrate when someone gets married. It's just like, so natural. Like we came, like we came here to do that. We were designed yeah. to do that. We were given the bodies, we were given the voice like this is what we're meant to do and we need not only do we are we meant to but we need to do it in the same way that we need to drink water we need to breathe air like this is our birthright and this is why i guess like the cultures that are still alive in these ways this is why it can really touch us when when we're open to it probably not everyone is touched by that but more and more we begin to see there is a revival of these particular cultures that still have their fires burning they're kind of like you know they're being fanned by the other cultures especially for for us like the americas and and europe where 
our cult, our traditional cultures, of course they did the same, but we burned everybody, we murdered everybody. It's like we lost it or it got buried under the ground or however we want to believe it. And, and there's this hunger. Like people are, we're, we're hungry because we remember. It's like it, we can't forget it because it's, it's in our bones. It's our nature. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are seeking it, even if they don't really know why they're seeking it. Why, why do I go to a three-day music festival? Like, there's a lot of reasons. I get to hang out with friends. I get to forget about my daily life. And, like, those are perfectly fine reasons. But, like, when you're sitting there at the show and you're surrounded by the people and the energy that's being created, like, that's a whole other thing. And that's just what these people choose to do on a daily basis as part of their natural way of being and i mm. i really love that I, thank you thanks for going deep on that with me because i love to ponder these things but i mm. um you know it can get a little weedy down there but i really enjoy going there so thank you <laughs> sure. um i want to jump back into a song that is like the latest song that you've put out which is um fluyendo is that did i say that right yeah the remix <laughs> Yeah, so, and I've got a question about that too, but as I'm listening to that this morning, and I just want to say, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but like, you've great, I woke up, got a cup of coffee, and put on some Isla Schaefer. It's so perfect. I just love it. Like, I was sitting there, my wife was doing some editing this morning, and she was just like, that's just so nice. And I was just like, yeah, it's just perfect. And, um, but this song, I'm just loving the tempo and the groove, and I'm just wondering what this word is. It's a Spanish word. If it's a word at all, that maybe you made it up, but I don't know for sure. But what is this message that you're singing about here with this tune? So fluyendo means flowing. Flowing, yeah. So this the whole song is... Um, I, guess, I guess you could say it was like my conversation with the flowing waters, with, with a particular river where I was in, in Italy, like beautiful river valley, turquoise water of many rocks this kind of like mm. splashing dancing water and um i often think about water this is a theme definitely a theme i, I feel like water <laughs> for me as a as a not just a metaphor i mean water is there's so many incredible metaphors within the many forms of water in the way in the way that water is the way that water moves but I, I guess this song is like, it's more than a metaphor. For me, I really entered the space where I was like, this water is a, is a living being, is a living entity, is a, is a spirit, it is a teacher, it has teachings for me. And so I kind of went into this conversation, like, teach me and, and really this longing, I guess, in my own being to be more like water, to be pure, how do, what do I say in the song, be pure and transparent and clear learn to let go, learn to just trust in the direction, in the flow, to flow. And really, yeah. and I don't just mean like this casual, I mean like go with the flow kind of thing. Like, yeah, go with the flow is good, but what is that? That actually is something very profound, to go with the flow. We use it so lightly as a phrase, but what is required, especially in the challenges of life. You know, it's like easy to go in the flow and everything's just nice, but when it's like, ouch and things are really really challenging like can i let go and just surrender surrender yeah water is a amazing teacher of, of um trust for me of trust surrender and letting go so this that's the song really is my my conversation I think that that's a perfectly adequate thing to say because when you really start thinking about the life of a a river stream that might start with like it might be a glacier to start out and then it starts melting off and as it's coming down the steep part of the mountain it's going really fast and quickly and then it gets to like the river basin where it enters the ocean and now it's just like this slow sluggish type thing i don't know there's like you said there's just endless metaphors that you could have with it but i i don't that I, it's interesting i i i feel like i know spanish 
not to your level, but pretty well, but I haven't seen that word before. So I was just wondering, I was like, did she just make this up? Because it really sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, that also. <laughs> that also. Um, so you had mentioned that this song is kind of cut now out as a remix. I want to talk a little bit about like the, I don't know if it's the business or like how things kind of happen in the music industry, but you cut that you can listen to your beautiful version that's not a remix it, uh, out there but then how does this remix happen like how does does someone contact you and is like i really love this song i'd like to do this with it like i'm so curious how these things come together um i guess i guess everyone will have their different stories for me i got put in touch with stefan key who made this remix by my uh label manager so it was a it was a kind of he's an amazing guy, this guy Nils. And he he's very good at kind of connecting and sensing when there's a, a potential spark between people. Because it's very, very personal. I've had many people along the way ask to do a remix of my music and I'm just basically all the time being like, No. Mm, you know, it's like yeah. handing over my child. I mean sure that's <laughs> like it's not like my child, but I I do regard my songs like in some ways like my my babies like I'm very they mean they're so deeply personal it means so much to me because it's my inner world it's not yeah. it's not just like yeah do what you want with it so I, I've been very like no and I've also heard people make really bad like a big mess out of songs people have made remixes and without asking sometimes and I'm like ouch you know like it hurts <laughs> physically like oh yeah so Nils connected me with with um, this man Stefan, and it's very beautiful to hear uh, like him speak about his process with the song, like how much care, how he really kind of took what I handed him. Was like, okay, you know, like this beautiful little baby bird or something. Like I need to take care of this, and he took his time. He took about a year because he said he he just went so deep into the song. He put so much love into it. It was really, for me, this is one of the remixes that I'm the most, um, been the most touched by because I, I really felt his dedication to the, to the song. It, it comes back to the same thing, like to the song itself, like this, this kind of entity, this, this being, this force, and how um, delicate it is to start interfering, you know, when something's yeah. complete, like, what do you add? What do you, how do you shape this so that it can actually be a kind of expansion and like, you know, like lifting the wings up to the sky. And that's, I feel with this song, he really, I almost like it more than the original, which is like, Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh wow. But like, I really, I think it really has this amazing, it just opens up with the beats and the rhythms. <laughs> It's like, like finding a really good babysitter when you actually have a child and then you leave it with your babysitter for like a weekend and then you come back and you're like, my kid is better now. Yeah. What did you do? Exactly. <laughs> That's really amazing. Um, Isla, thank you so much. I've got one more question. And I'm going to let you get on with your with your with your week and your day um, or your evening, I guess, for my day. And. I'd like to end with just kind of talking about some of the other work you do besides um, being a musician, which is kind of related to being a musician. But um, I'm wondering if you can chat about some of the um, the workshops, both musically and um, and then for women that you organize. Yeah. Um, so I have two, like two rivers of work there, I guess, in terms of the workshops and retreats. Um, and for the first that I started working with was is what I call the Song of the Soul workshops, which is um, I always find it very hard to kind of like put it into a few words, you know, because it feel it feels like 
actually it's covering so much because that's what I see the voice does. It, it's such a, it's the whole depth of our human being actually when we start working with the voice. But essentially it's, it's holding space for people to, to be going really deeply into themselves and discovering the voice from, from really within, within the depths, within the truth, within the, all that we are as human beings and finding a way that that can move through, whether it be the emotions or whether it be using a voice more like the ways we've been speaking about the indigenous people use as, as connected to their prayer or invocations and using this gift, that, this gift that, the, that we've been given our human voice and this tool and, and inspiring people to really bring it into their lives. Because for me, it's, it, it's like, I, I don't think I'd be alive if I, if I didn't sing, you know, it's, it's my guiding force. And I, like I yeah. said, I really, I really believe it's our birthright to sing and that everybody, there's no such thing as they're a singer and they're not a singer. So it's, it's kind of like dissolving these, these non-truths around the voice and working with all the, um, you know, all the undoing all the things we've learned around our expression, around being safe to be who we are, speaking our truth, singing the song of our soul in yeah. all its colors. I think so, there's a lot of fear surrounding singing, especially for me. I've, I've always been very fearful of it. And I um, yeah. in the last, whatever, 20 years since I've really started to try and sing, I've just, it's been this very slow progression to being comfortable putting myself out there and, and singing my song. And I think that, um, I don't know, it sounds like that kind of thing could really build your confidence if you're someone that's kind of searching for that type of voice. Yeah, and this, what you've said, this is just so, so common. The most, the most common is people having some kind of block or deep insecurity, you know, like really, really deep this stuff can go because what, why? why do we have such a thing around our voice? What is it connected to deep in our being way, way back from our life? You know, it's, it's a very profound journey to, to um, start to surrender to, to this space. And I, for me, I always say like, if you're coming to me to like learn how to sing, I'm not the right person because I'm not teaching anybody to sing. It's more like going on the process that means that we can just like drop deeper into our being and, and allow this. But it's like water. It's like the medicine of water, like we were talking about. This Through the trust and surrender, this has been my process. I never had a sing. I had one singing lesson and I hated it so much. It was so boring and so technical. I was just like, this is not for me. Like My process has been learning from this and learning by listening and going inward and letting go and stopping trying, actually the opposite of trying, just surrendering. The voice, yeah. it comes. It's beautiful. So beautiful. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, quickly I can say about the other work that I have more recently started to do is working with women and also working with the voice, but working with connecting to, to the womb space, to the pelvis as woman and the kind of the, the energy, the essence of, of being, being woman of the feminine also, which is beyond being a woman. It's not just about, it's not about just about femininity. It's like really the, the energy of the, the feminine and um, the connection with the voice. There's amazing, there's amazing kind of science around how we are physiologically connected men also actually I just don't I can't facilitate that work it's not my realm but <laughs> the same work that I'm doing actually totally can apply with men is um we start in the uterus there's a whole thing that they they, they show can show you how we grow in the uterus that the the two indentations like one cell has two indentations and it's and it begins to split 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 and the spine grows in between and the two indentations form the the bowl of the jaw and the bowl of the pelvis and they remain mm. connected and it's amazing connected by the vagus nerve and there's a whole science behind it energetically spiritually spiritually and so they're working with this so it's it's a voice work but it's um yeah i mean it's very very deep work as women men also we have a huge amount of deep healing 
to do with our collective, with our personal stories and the voice, using the voice as a, as a tool, as a guide and to support us to going into this this physical area of our body, but also the, the memories and the emotions and connecting beyond, you know, connecting to the greater feminine force and the earth and very, very beautiful. It's a strong, strong work. It's a very strong work. I really, I mean, it's just, it's very fascinating to me. I can think of, um, I had one friend recently call me who's just kind of searching for something to kind of break free from whatever the monotony of her life has become. And, um, and so she's kind of, I don't know if she's seeking for something on the musical end of things, but like, you know, I think that people might not know. She's just looking for something different. And if this is something that sounds just different, I would suggest that you'd look it up. And what we're going to do on this is I'm going to put a link to it in our show notes so you can go to um, Isla's website and, and learn more about it and definitely check out her amazing music and Isla Schaefer, thank you so much mm. for spending some time with me. I really, thank really appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Get your song fast. Get your song fast right here. Get your song fast. Get your song fast right here. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.